When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapers? Welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode right here on T-Radio-V and Geekscape.net. And why don't we just throw you the theme song again? <laughs> Thank not? you, Jake! Oh, oh, it's a dance party! Alright. Bum, bum, bum. Comics! The uh, Geekscape theme song remix, compliments of Jake here. No, Jake is doing the choke theme song. He's doing the choke sign. The Reggie Miller. I can't do the Miller, maneuver very well. Yeah, he's doing the Reggie Miller choke <laughs> sign. Uh, that's a sports reference for you geeks, but I love six, you. Six and you know what? in 14 seconds or you something. You can be a sports geek, as I am as well. Yeah. Uh, you can be a sports geek, a car geek, but we mainly cater to the movies, video games, comic books, and TV geeks here. Uh, and you know what? We've had a lot of writers in here, too. So, so if you're a yeah. novelist geek, if you're really into books... Uh, you can be a geek like that too, and this is your say? home, Geekscape. And we've been around for many years, and if you've been with us that whole time, you know what? You trust us by this point, so you might as well go to like iTunes or uh, Stitcher or maybe uh, SoundCloud where our numbers have been rising, and it's oh, been my. awesome. And give us like five stars, recommend us to your friends and all that. But dude, the SoundCloud numbers are, you know, we're new to SoundCloud, so our numbers started a little soft. Mm-hmm. They're starting to rise. And it's awesome. It's yeah. great to see each week. And I think you guys are sharing the show, and I really appreciate it. And it's really, really helping. It's insane that I'm still asking you guys to do that, like, after eight, eight years. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, if we're going to be the god, like the granddaddies of the geek podcasts, we got to make some more, like, children go out there and share <laughs> and, and, you know, spread the good word. Paul you know, I guess we're like the old... No, Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, I guess we're like the old religion. <laughs> the we're, like the old, the we're the old... Re- we're like the old religion of the podcast. Oh, man, my metaphors suck. I, look, uh, I fucked it up. But you know what? This is Geekscape. If you're new to Geekscape, that's what we're going to be talking about. Movies, video games, comic books, all that geeky stuff. And this is the most exciting time of year because Comic-Con is in a week. Uh, that's going to be insane. And to talk about Comic-Con, we've got Tony Kim on Twitter. He is known as Crazy for Comic-Con. It's kind of like his code name. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If you guys have uh, tickets to Comic-Con, if you got those uh, four-day passes on preview night, which you can now attend, uh, after preview night wraps up, they're going to have a party. It's from 9 to 11. It's open to the public, and it's at the Dragon's Den, which is over by Petco Park. And I'm going to be there. Geekscape will be there. Our writers will be there. And um, maybe you want to write for the site or, or just hang out with us. That's where we're going to be. Uh, Tony, this is the first time we met, and you're here on the show. And I've been a fan of all of your enthusiasm for, I guess you've been doing this since 2010. You came on my radar for about the last year or two. All right. And I'm like, who's this guy who's obsessed with Comic-Con? And what does he do the other 51 weeks? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what is that all it's about? Like Santa, kind like, of. Like, because here, here's the thing. When you pick your Twitter, like, handle, you mm-hmm. got to be like, hey, man, this shit's forever. Forever, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yes. like, a tattoo. Like, you can, you can get divorced, yeah. right? But, like, when you pick your Twitter handle, shit gets serious. Crazy for WonderCon. And this dude goes, <laughs> yeah, imagine if he was, like... You know, San Diego. Yeah, uh, Tony, yeah, they're gonna up Tony's yeah. uh, headphones. But imagine if, um, if like you, you were like, I love it. It's just canceled. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like it, like yeah. it stunk. Hannibal. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like no, crazy that's coming for, back. Is Hannibal coming back? <laughs> I yeah, hope you're in denial. I'm sure yeah, will. but I'm sure uh, will. but like you had to be all in for this crazy for yeah, Comic Con. Yeah. What was that about? Like, what? Why are you so crazy for Comic Con? <laughs> I guess that's the big question. You know, it kind of was a weird story because what happened was, was back in, uh, before the 2010 show, I, I, I was going to Comic-Con since 2006. I loved it. I thought, you know what, this is going to be something that's going to be the, it's going to be the Super Bowl of nerddom, you know? And, right. Yeah. 
And uh, right before the show, they were doing an open casting call for um, Morgan Spurlock's um, A Fan's Hope, that documentary. Yes, right? yes. Uh, a couple of people we know. Right? John yeah. Schnapp's in it, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to, I love Comic-Con and, and I, I, there's nothing I love more than talking about Comic-Con and hanging out with my friends at Comic-Con. So I'm going to, I'm going to apply for this, this thing. So, you know, I applied and I actually went through the first round of interviews and then they did the phone interview and then they accepted me and they wanted me to be on the, in the documentary. Oh, cool. So, uh, long story short, I got, I got cut, even though I went through the whole process, I got filmed, I got followed around for the eight Hollywood. Days. 10 days, whatever, and huh. I guess I wasn't interesting enough for them, but... They had that you were too interesting, and they yeah, wanted to give I mean, you your own movie. I mean, <laughs> if you've seen the documentary, like... waiting for that call. If you've seen the documentary, like, there's that proposal scene with, like, Kevin Smith and oh, Paul H. Yeah. And it's, it's a cool documentary. Yeah, yeah. It could have been cooler. That's, That's right. all I'm saying. Yep. Crazy for comic King. So, basically, while I was in the audition process, you know, I was like, you know what? I, I need to, like, show how much yeah. I love Comic-Con. Like, I just... I'm like wild. <laughs> I'm like wild for it. I'm like I'm I'm nuts for it. I am crazy for Comic Con. And so I literally just started a website, and just started posting and sending it over to producers and say, look how crazy I am for Comic Con. And during that time, after several years of frustrating experiences at, at the con, I thought, you know what? I could actually like write down some of these like life experiences and maybe help someone else have right. a little better experience. Than I did, and so as I was doing that, and then the the documentary came and went, and I was like, you know, I actually I like doing this. This, this is, is my like, thing. This is my thing. To think so, that it was a Twitter handle and not a tattoo. <laughs> I really <laughs> want to show them I'm into Comic Con. Right. No, no, no. He hasn't rolled his sleeves up That's yet. Right. You know. I know. thought about getting the the oh, Comic Con oh, eye, you know, right over my like floor oh, no, map. Right. He's got the floor <laughs> map across his back. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I, you know, I kind of stumbled upon it, and it was actually for a whole other thing. But it, like life takes it, you go one way and it goes another way, mm-hmm. and I kind of ended up sticking with it, and I love it. It's I'm passionate about it, and yeah, so. So it's, that's crazy. Like, that's crazy for Comic-Con. Right, like, right. So what do you do the other 51 weeks? Well, you know, actually, I do. I continue to write about There's right. 51 for other Twitter handles. It's yes, like crazy right. for Comic-Con. <laughs> crazy for sushi. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. For, yeah. crazy, crazy for the week yeah. of March 1st. Just right. yeah. Well, you know, I do I do Crazy communicate. for Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. I, I do a lot of things, and I'm in communication and marketing, but I, but I do a lot with other uh, comic conventions, and mm-hmm. so... I'm at a different show probably once a month and, and uh, writing and moderating, doing panels and doing all that kind of stuff. So the the comic convention world keeps me busy as well as a lot of the projects go. So, you know, I'm just sort of doing a lot of different stuff and it's great. Yeah, it's great. The most enthused dude ever. I, you know, I ran into somebody who was at our booth last year. Uh, I guess Saturday night I was at a friend's party and she goes, hey, Jonathan, are you going to Comic-Con? I was like, yeah, we have a booth over here. She goes, last year you didn't see, it seemed like you wanted to have a booth again. And I, <laughs> and I remembered like last year, we I've been going since 2005 and we had a booth since 2010 and it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. Like yeah. it Tough. is a monster. Yeah. And you know, Kamikaze, we love Kamikaze and it's great. It's a casual con. Like yeah. you show up with your booth right. and you chill. Yeah. At San Diego, you are like in freaking like Narshada. Do you yeah. guys get that? Like in Star Wars, like that is the Smuggler's Moon. Like it is like packed in fucking. It's yeah. built like thirty stories high and it's, you know thirty million miles high. And you're like, oh, like it, like every nook and cranny is packed with either a person. Yeah. Or some stuff, and it's hard to navigate. It's exhausting. You can't find your way out. And I'm sure um, at your booth, you're probably saying the exact same. You're probably saying like the same five things over and oh, over and yeah. over again, like for four days straight. Well, last year on Thursday, I was I was frustrated because um, I don't know w- with this whole Geekscape thing. You want to be here and you want to be doing it, uh, but you want to see growth. You want to see reward because you keep feeding it. And last week we had somebody sitting on the podcast, and he went afterwards. Well, it was my friend Mark, and he was like. Uh, yeah, so I want to start a podcast. I was like, but do you have to start a podcast? Mm-hmm. Because he goes, you seem like your, you know, Geekscape is very tiring, exhausting, and stuff like that. I was like, well, I have to feed it every week, and <laughs> and the writers have to feed it every day, right? right? And it, and and that's like an investment. Um, so you either need to do it, you're either crazy for Comic Con, right? Or like, if you're semi into Comic Con, you're not gonna do it. You <laughs> that's know? why you see it's all that those. exhausting. You have to feed it. You yeah. see so many like Twitter handles and Tumblr pages and all these things are just dead. You know what I mean? Totally they were created two yeah. or three years ago, and now people are like, I just. Can't In our do site it. has risked that, based on like other uh, like getting busy and stuff like that. But like, we're launching a new site. Okay. And yeah. literally, the only yeah. thing holding the site back, I'll tell you guys this, little geekscapists, the <laughs> only thing that is keeping this, the new site from launching is, um, 
like I gotta get like the ad code to, to like put on the site. And my, my, my coder's like, your site is done. We need to test it. Can you give me the ad code can, can for you our ads in? to get on there? Uh, yes. right. And I'm like, yeah, like who's our ad? Uh, yeah, can we just do OpenX and like dump all the codes in OpenX? And I, like I'm the least technically, I'm the most technically deficient person you're gonna meet. Right. And I'm in charge of a damn site. Do you feel like <laughs> I would give you a run for your money? I don't know, man. Like I just I don't tweeted, know. and I didn't probably even get the know website what to up do. next week. I was like, because uh, like he just went to Tumblr to tweet. Yeah, the new site could technically be ready for Comic Con if I'm not an idiot this week. If I'm not an idiot this week, we might have a new website by Comic Con. <laughs> but again, it's like what we're talking about with yeah. with you have to feed this thing, and and it kind of has to be like a mutual thing because if there's a like right now the geek stuff is hot and it's exciting. You know, yeah. we have Game of Thrones. How who knew we'd have a fantasy series on TV? And now we're gonna get like. The Shannara series on MTV. About Beauty and the Beast with Ron Perlman. <laughs> yeah, like, Come like, on. like now it's like a great time to be a geek. So it's easy to be exuberant about it. Like, yeah. were you that exuberant? We're getting an Ant-Man well, movie. Well, it's stunk. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's finally coming. It's finally catching up to where you have been the past eight years. Right. Yeah, it's in, it's insane. So like last year, I got to tell you guys, Thursday, I was like on the phone with my wife, and I was like, I just want to burn it all down and leave. <laughs> like I don't see why. Like it's the same damn booth last year and the year before. And Laura's like, just shut up. You're going to have fun. Go. Like, you're going to have fun. Just chill out. And Friday I showed up and I took the pressure off. I was like, you know what? This is like, at the end of the day, the Geekscape booth, if you want a booth today at Comic-Con, you're either going to buy a booth off somebody who's there or you're going to wait 12 to 15 years yeah. on that wait list. <clears throat> yeah. We're off the wait list. We have a booth right. every year. And if we have, you know, it's like, it. totally. It's like right. the best geek real estate of all time. I can have my friends hang out, yeah. like, which is what we're going to do this year. We're going to have some delegates. friends over. You're we're going to hang out. Anymore. Uh, we're going to promote our friend stuff. If we don't have anything new, you know what? We're going to have some friends that are new. But you know, I think, it's the, like, but the important thing that you guys are doing is you're, you're creating the opportunity for connection. You know, in totally. This, in this age where there's too many options and not enough time, you're just left to ignore. And you only respond to what people say, hey, you know what? Those guys over at Geekscape, they're awesome. You need to go over to their booth and check them out. Mm-hmm. And just having that opportunity to have a few minute exchange, that's what creates like the lifelong fans. And so even though it's like kind of a trudge to really work through all the days, you're really building just kind of drip by drip like this huge following. And when I look back, I can see it. But man, when I busted my ass on Thursday of last year, yeah. I, all I could see was that my feet hurt. Yeah. We were in a hotel that was way too damn far away, <laughs> and I wanted to burn the whole place down. Yeah. That's all I could see. So, see, when, when you say Friday, drip, I got perspective. But that Thursday, I was like, burn it down. <laughs> so, when you say drip by drip, it's like it's filling an entire bucket or whatever. Oh, and it was like whatever. blood. But it's also, drip by drip is also like a Chinese water torture. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So drip by drip, Jonathan's like, fuck, that's the only thing I can think so, of. Like, so, so Tony, like you're the expert. What do we, like, I was talking about my hotel being too far away last year. Luckily, we're in the Hyatt and I love the Hyatt. Um, what would you suggest to somebody for like last minute hotels if they were looking up? I mean, obviously we're a week out. Um, what's the best thing like option right now? Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of great options. Although you'd be surprised because there's so many last minute cancellations that do occur. Wow. You would be surprised uh, to if you just took an afternoon Google and just started calling around. You'd be surprised at what you can get. Mm-hmm. But a majority of it's going to be far off. It's going to be at Sea World or down at the town and country or something like that. Right. And uh, but you know worst case scenario just camp out at Hall H just camp out. I was gonna say <laughs> is there a transient community yeah. around there? Oh. Or like one of our writers, uh, you might have even have a sexual encounter with someone <laughs> who just happened. <laughs> that no. way he has a place to stay in yeah. Hall H. Oh, there was a guy on the podcast who like tindered for a place to stay like wow. the week. I'm not going to throw oh, his name out. He was on one of the podcasts just after Comic-Con last okay. year. And he taught, and, everyone's looking at their and dates I'm not, right yeah, now. Go, yeah, ahead, go, ahead and, go ahead and play the I will listen to some podcasts and guess who this was <laughs> game because he didn't have a place to stay at Comic-Con and he ended up like finding a girl on Tinder Nice. and staying there. And he thought, he's like, not only am I going to have a place to stay at Comic-Con that's probably free. I'm going to get herpes I'm gonna get, too. Like, hook, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, get, I'm going to get yeah. a herp and I'm going I'm to have sex. Turns out, like he ended up staying with the chemistry wasn't there, but she kept tindering, and he was at the apartment while she's just bringing home the Tinder winners. And like, what? And like having a party, and he's like in Tinder hell. He can't leave because it's his place to stay, stay for Comic Con. So he had to experience like he's the Tinder loser. He had to yeah. experience the Tinder winners all weekend. Wait, why did you just keep letting him stay there? 
She's out of the she was a nice person. I feel just, bad. I feel yeah. bad. Now stand there while I hang out with yeah. this guy. Wow. Like, stand there while I while please I bang hold the camera. We have yeah. very thin walls. Me and Rick are gonna go on the other side and do things. <laughs> Dude, Comic Con's insane. But what <laughs> if you don't even have passes to Comic Con? Is there like stuff to do in downtown San Diego that's there, worth that you being there? Absolutely. Oh, you know, I was gonna say real quick before we leave that. Yeah. yeah. I I just got tweeted today. I always this always happens a few weeks uh, or a couple of days before. You know, people's plans, they drop out, they can't go. Uh, so they get on tw- Twitter and they start saying, hey, I have an extra room or I have an extra, you know, floor space or whatever. Cannibals. So, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, you know, get on Twitter and just start asking around and you'll find someone who's got like, you know, my my other room, like they canceled out. And so, yeah. you know, you, if you just get on Twitter, you'd be, it's amazing what you can find as far as a last second room. Because people do yeah. get screwed over. And my roommate's leaving or whatever. So I thought Shane O'Hare wasn't going to make it. Yeah. Literally, right. yet last night, I was like, dude, did you buy your plane ticket? He's like, I'm waiting on money. You know, and then he... And I was kind of like, damn, if he doesn't come, I can actually like get Kenny the pad or like, Will can come down for a day. Yeah. And then like this morning I woke up and like, he was like, hey, here's my Alaska Airlines tickets. I was like, motherfucker. God damn it. <laughs> you guys know Shane because uh, he hosts the Geekscape podcast. But if you've been listening to Geekscape for the last two weeks, you don't know who he is because they haven't posted a damn episode of Geekscape Games. So this is still the number one Geekscape <laughs> podcast. Um, so so, so the, outside. Like, like yeah. if you don't have passes, right. why even go to San Diego? Because it's hellishly crowded. You know, it's it's the it's not only the best convention inside the convention center, but it's the best convention outside the convention center. There is so much to do. I mean, there's literally dozens and dozens and dozens of outside events to to you know to get involved in. Whether it's the Nerdist or Nerd HQ, Walker Stalker Con, um, Geek and Sundry, there's like almost all these mini cons within the con. Mm-hmm. And so even if you don't have a pass, there's something to keep you busy all day, every day. You'll have a blast. Um, you'll have that same sort of big convention experience, even though you can't actually get into the convention. Would you say that sometimes that's even preferable? Yeah, for some, definitely for some. Um, it, you know, it's a little bit more manageable. There's definitely a little more. When you go to some of the offsite events, some of your expectation and the anxiety sort of lifts, and you're able to sort of navigate and just enjoy a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Definitely, when you're in San Diego, it's it looks it, it it's kind of like a mix of going to a movie premiere and being in the LA riots at the same time, right? <laughs> so Jesus. I'm going to get wow. myself a microwave. <laughs> so if you have like an anxiety-induced bladder, it's better to go to the mini cons yeah. instead yeah. of just peeing on the floor the whole day. Well, I mean, yeah. We got contacted by uh, the Nerd HQ people. Uh, Eric talked to Zach Levi. He's going to put that interview up on the site this week. And I've never been to Nerd HQ because, again, with the – one thing that bums me out about the the booth, even though we love the we love doing it, and we're gonna keep doing it, and we love having our friends there, and we, you know it's great. Um, the one drawback is I can't experience some of that stuff like Nerd yeah. HQ, and I want to go to Nerd HQ, and those people were really nice to us. Uh, is that place cool? It's a bunch of panels. Yeah, it's awesome. It's all for charity. It's it's awesome. They have uh, it's a big uh, kind of a social space for you to go throughout the day, and then they also mm-hmm. have fan parties at night. So just huge parties. Sometimes some celebs come by, like uh, you know Zachary Levi will come by, or um, Elijah Nathan Wood. Fillion. You know, just people will just pop in. Seth Green. Yeah, Seth Green. That's right. And then they also offer what's called Conversation for a Cause, which helps their uh, charity, which is Operation Smile, which helps uh, children that have uh, cleft palates get operations all around the world. And so they've had these panels. The the panel let's see, it's going to be announced uh, later this week. And you can go on site and you'll buy panels, and they're basically like buying a reserved seat for these panels of like major celebrities and, 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 and properties. And so it's less they're stressful. Not they're not, they're not huge. They're not huge. They're almost yeah, intimate. 200, okay. 200, 250 people. Wow. So, you know, the tickets go fast, but once you have one, you're guaranteed in. And right. so you're, you're not, you know, lining up for hours and, and all okay, that. Stamp, so. Stabbed by a pencil. Yeah. Remember that Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. kid? Right. Like yep. stabbed or getting 2010. hit by a car. 2010, yeah. Um, so there's that one. What's the Nerdist one in the, the, the Nerdist one? Yeah, Nerdist is, the, of course, Nerdist industry. And, uh, yeah, they and, bought us. I'm yeah. kidding. That was, April, that was an April Fool's <laughs> that everybody yeah. fell for. <laughs> hey, it's a matter of time because they're buying everybody. So Right. Pretty soon they're going to buy Blockbusters. You know, so. Well, they made an offer. They made an offer. <laughs> yeah. I sent it back. Right. Uh, yeah, so Nerdist <laughs> is another. Yes, please. Yeah. Yes. Their counter offer is coming any day now. <laughs> Please. <laughs> One more dollar. Don't walk away from me, you bastards. <laughs> the, the Nerdist is very similar. Uh, they offer their own type of panels. They're not for purchase, but they have like main stage and they're doing all kinds of stuff like that. Then they've got a big uh, Borderlands themed laser tag and a bunch of interactive experiences. And then within that, they've got Geek and Sundry, which is kind of their own line of you know tabletop shows and all that kind of stuff. So plenty to do with, with, uh, with them as well. That's cool. Yeah. Um, now the parties. Yeah. What are the big ones this year? 
Uh, well, the big ones, uh, again, Nerd H- or the uh, Nerd HQ has their fan parties on Thursday and Saturday nights. Again, open Thursday, to the public. Saturday? Thursday and Saturday. Saturday yep. I'm writing this down. And, uh, <laughs> and it's at the Children's Museum, which doesn't uh, sound no, cool. Okay, you're going to have to cross that one out. That doesn't <laughs> sound, yeah, you're I can't go within 30 yards of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You bastards. <laughs> That's why they set it up there. You sons of... <laughs> you go in there, it's just a bunch of like kids who have been like stuffed. <laughs> Help me. Yeah, it's, it's a Children's it's Museum. Like a, it's like the Waxworks. Waxworks. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that horror movie? Oh it was a House, House of, of Wax. Wax. Well, there's it's also Waxworks. Wax oh, I didn't know that to Waxworks. <laughs> it was I, like House of Wax, but it kind of sucked. But, but, which House of Wax? Yeah. We roll deep in the no. opposite direction from what you want. Like, <laughs> we roll in the wrong direction. Man, these people, they really have some great references to things I never want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Children's Museum and Nerd HQ, like, that's your hot party? That's the party? Well, that's the, that's, that's the one that's the easiest to get into that you don't have to really get a ticket for mm-hmm. that you can kind of decide to go at in a moment's notice mm-hmm. a lot of the other ones there's like uh there's the crave ones on the ship yeah the crave ones on the ship there's the the uh, uh the what's it called marked man which is like a pirate themed um no so there's a bunch i mean there's a bunch of different parties but a lot of them require some sort of pre-purchase that's right. makes it a bit harder to get into or a badge Sometimes yeah. they want a badge right. or they want to scan your badge for like contact information so you can be like, hey, you're going to get spammed the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here's something that like I've learned over the years of Comic-Con. I guess this will be my 11th year. Um, is I kind of prefer just dinner with friends to the parties. Mm-hmm. The parties always well, seem like they're stuffy right. and it takes you a while to get in with the lines. Yeah. Once you're in... It's like you're right back on that show floor, right? Like rubbing up against people. But you're the, drinking. Um, I don't drink. That's, I'm straight that's, edge. No, that so was, that's uh, what I meant is like the people who were there right, are drinking. So right. that's, I guess that's um, the only. Yeah. But I gotta tell you, like some of my best uh, experiences at Comic Con, some of my best memories, many of them involve you guys, is uh, just sitting down for like dinner. And maybe we're going to go to the parties later or we're going to go to the Hyatt um, lobby. If you guys are aspiring comic book creators, there's really no better place to socialize with other comic book creators uh, than the Hyatt lobby. Like that's the place where you walk in and it's like, oh, there's Brian Michael Bendis and there's this guy and this guy. And you talk about comics and it's phenomenal. Uh, But dinner with friends, like the entire city rolls out like special menus for Comic-Con because they can really streamline their uh, menus. uh, what's it, their kitchens yeah. and save money and doing all this stuff. And, and really there's a flood of people. So they need to streamline their entire operation. Uh, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the prices go up a little bit, but sometimes you find uh, these little nicks and crannies. I got to tell you in the morning, the IHOP express on fourth <laughs> is the shit. They have an IHOP express. And you know what? I went there with Johnny ice. What? And I got to tell you our old buddy from toad hop. Yeah. I went there and nobody knows about it. You go up, you can order immediately. It's it's not like a crowdy, uh, crowded like, breakfast place. It's like the, t- I think it's on the, the IHOP of I think Taco it's on Bell Express. <laughs> but you go, it, guys, it's like my secret weapon. Okay. I go there. Well, like, now you just told thousands guys, of people. Yeah, about it. yeah. Uh, thousands is arguable. It's geeks. Okay, okay, millions. Okay. You're right. <laughs> Fluctuates, all right? Tens of thousands. And you know what? Some of these people, these geekscapers, we're giving you valuable gold. Like some of you guys don't. Yeah, but some out. of the geekscapers are like, oh, listen, you know, geekscape will always be there for me. I'll listen to them a month later. And then they're going to listen a month Too later and be like, like Comic-Con sucked for me. And they're going to listen to this and be like, how did I not know about the IHOP experience? He's <laughs> <laughs> just Bonzi right there. Waka waka. Yeah, you're what very did I do cool. with myself? So, so what do, doesn't the IHOP Express have? Because uh, the Express always is lacking something. They have no syrup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Syrup. no pancakes. Oh. No pancakes. <laughs> it's actually called the IHO. International House of. The answer is <laughs> food. Yeah. They don't have food. Hi, uh, you can eat your hand for $11. <laughs> um... The, the uh, broken yolk is that's my that's my the jam. broken yolk is hard, I is love hard for that place. But there's always a line of the broken it yolk. It is it's really damn good. Yeah. yeah, and they also that that's another restaurant that they retheme and trick it out for something. That's so. the yeah. other thing. If you're yeah. just an attendee at Comic Con, you can chill. You can just <laughs> hang out. You can roll into the floor at right. like 11 o'clock. My ass has to be there at 9 a.m. Probably early because Comic Con runs this surprise on exhibitors where you yeah. get there at like eight. And he was like, okay, I got an hour to chill. I'm probably no. gonna walk. I'm gonna walk around the other booths and like see what I want to buy yeah. and like talk to the other exhibitors, see if they'll give me a little good guy the deal. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna buy that Master Sword finally for like <laughs> only a hundred bucks instead of two hundred. Jesus. And you're walking around, and then all of a sudden they're like, 
the exhibitor floor will open in four, uh, 20 minutes. And you're like, what? Yeah. It's like, man, the fans love us because we're going to open the exhibitor floor like an hour early. And you're like, you motherfucker. And you're like throwing out your T-shirts. They're like, oh. <laughs> they do that to us every freaking time. Yeah. Why? Like, um, if you set an opening time, you should hold because it's like the fucking gates of Isengard. Yeah. What the hell? It's like the damn. It's like it's like it's like two towers, dude. Yeah. Soon as soon as they know that the all exhibitors are technically like ready yeah. enough, yeah. they'll open the doors. Yeah, ready dude, enough. Outside, it's like literally like two towers. It's yeah. like there's a giant fat nerd with a giant bomb strapped to his chest, like running towards the door, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it's like drop him. They're sure to shoot arrows, but they're missing, and he's just like. Rrr. He's running. He's got this giant bomb. He hits the deck and it explodes. And it's like, fuck. And all these dudes flood in. They want the exclusives. They're like. Those exclusives. They want the exclusives. What are the hot exclusives this year? Have you been keeping up with the exclusives? You know, I have. I mean, there's, uh, gosh, there is a ton. The, the one they released today, man, about, so Funko has been doing, Funko say, Pop, right? They, Funko, yeah. Funko they're Pop, awesome. they, they're releasing about 100 exclusives. It's crazy. And. Today they dropped the uh, oh, need the, a thousand some dollars. They did <laughs> the Batman v Superman uh, two pack, and so oh. it comes with both Batman and Superman in, in 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 their in their like movie garb. And, you squeeze it and it bleeds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you so, bleed. Yeah, so super excited about those adorable, guys. really dark characters. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. but guys, uh, here's the here's the thing: is Sunday is when all the prices drop because people don't want to pack stuff back in. Right. But on the exclusives. They're it's gone. already gone. Oh, they're right, gone. they're gone. So is that gonna be the hot one? Like, what is like the hot one? Oh gosh. Because I remember fighting a kid for the Magic the Gathering like orc axe <laughs> last year. Who won that fight? I did. At first, I'd like to see oh, a, just a Magic the Gathering right fight. Now. But that was like the big one. I was like Mattel. Oh look at. Oh no, Jake, yeah. Jake is looking. Jake there's is like, a, there's oh, a, there's you know, the office. There's a desk there's chair. An Ant-Man. There's oh, an Ant Man statuette. Pops. Yeah, there's a. Whole oh, I want that Rancor. Rancor. Yeah, Hasbro has a new Rancor set. Jem, oh, how about Jem? Down with Jem. Fuck yeah. Is that Barbie Jem? No, it's just Jem in the Hunger. How do you not know who Jem is? No, I know who Jem is. He knows what I'm saying. Is it Barbie dressed? So this the top right here. If you just scroll down, there you go. The blue, yeah, ice yeah, the blue Ice Heisenberg awesome. Yeah. Dude, an Arrow Funko. Yeah, yeah there's, oh, several, there's several Arrow. There's several. Flash. Yeah, there's several of the un, uh, different types of Arrow masks. Yeah. That Iron Man statue. This is actually that Ant Man statue. The Ant Man statue. No, it's only it's, uh, four inches tall. Which is life size. It's yeah, Ant Man. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Four point two five inches. I don't know which. Yeah. There's actually there's another Ant Man one that comes in a matchbook and it's it's less than an inch tall. Okay, so that's probably holy shit. That's a good eighty dollars spent right there. Yeah. It's an actual matchbook. That's crazy. This this Arsenal Lego is free, so they'll be drawing for that. Yeah. So. They're giving away a um, Sam Wilson Captain America and an Arsenal um, Lego sets, or not sets, but individually, yeah. but for free. How do you oh. get them? So you have to go up to the Lego booth, that, um, and basically you'll get a ticket, and then there's a drawing, and then certain people will get the, the free ones. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Man, so it's still competitive as fuck. Yeah. But I gotta tell you, <laughs> yeah, well, and they're still yeah. gonna sell for a hundred. But I gotta bucks. tell you, man, sometimes like that's like the inside for the exhibit because buying a booth is some money, and like yeah. then you gotta put stuff in the booth, and that's money. Right. But Man, when Star Wars and Petco was doing like those Yoda ears for your dogs a couple yeah. of years oh, ago, Jesus. now you can I, buy them at Petco. I for ended cheap. up with like 19 of those things. <laughs> I owned the dog park. I was like, look at all these fucking <laughs> Jedi. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, some of these exhibitors are just like for hire, right? right. Like they have the higher staff, yeah. and it's like, hey, man, uh, can I get one of them Yodis? <laughs> hey. And they're like, oh, you're the guy from Geekscape. He's like, yeah, you come over and we'll give you a shirt or something. He's like, all I right, man. Was it your cousin doing that? All thing? right, man. <laughs> take a couple of these Yodi ears for your dog. What size is your dog? I'm like, oh, I got this one, that one. And he's like, oh, take some of these. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> so you know I'm going to go over there and be like, hey, man, uh, you got any of them... Uh, you got any of those Arsenal Legos? <laughs> you got one of them Sam Wilson they're caps? Gone. They're going to be gone. Yeah, draw yeah, this man. ticket when you draw it later. Yeah. They'll say, yeah, on eBay yeah. for $200. Yeah. You motherfucker! <laughs> He's not even on the show anymore! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> ah, he was in three seconds of San Andreas! <laughs> yeah, the dude... Man, two uh, I love the George R. R. Martin like stuffed animal. Yeah, like, the plushie, plushie. That is hilarious. That plushie's writing those books faster than George R. R. Martin is. Is it bad that every time I see a big dude at Comic Con with one of those hats and a beard, I always go, "Look, George R. R. Martin, dude, <laughs> don't they all look like yeah. him?" I went to a party and I was gonna pull that joke. It was George R. R. Martin. For real? <laughs> totally. Like, Get your ass behind a keyboard. No, the one time it was. Like, yeah, what are you doing over here? Dude, not what are you writing? doing at Comic Con, right? I heard he's going to skip this year so that he. Is he going to skip book. this year he's... so that he can finish the book? Yeah, yeah. But there's yeah. more than one coming out, right? 
I don't know. All I know is that train called the TV show is coming, and he better start laying that track fast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like these these guys want their show. That show's awesome. And awesome. I, and, and I, looking back, I feel bad for, you know, those people on Twitter who are like, man, when's this up? When's this season gonna get started? You know, because it was a lot of chess like pieces being laid right. out in the first six seven episodes. But man, those last three like once they got to like Hard Home, the stuff that wasn't even in the book, right. It was awesome. That's what it's like when the exhibitor doors open. Dude, it's like, <laughs> dude, it is All like the, the White Walkers made. coming out at like hard home, and you're like, it's they got the kids, and the kids are looking at you like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that was awesome. Uh, I mean, you guys aren't watching. Are you watching True Detective? You know, oh, uh, Joe, True Detective. Yeah. Um, no, I'm only two it's behind, awesome. so I can catch up. No, awesome. uh, I'm I'm digging it. There's I some haters I'm this season. To. I'm going to. I'm digging well, it. Well, fuck them. I like Well, I, I actually watched the first episode of this season, but I didn't watch last one. Yeah, it's like, sorry, it's not the same show as last season. Yeah. Which we don't well, want. Not a cookie cutter, same thing. Go back and watch it. My stepmom, who's like adverse to violence, went and watched this last season twice. I was, first like, season? I was like, are you watching True Detective? She's like, yeah. I was like, I watched you watched first season? She goes, she goes, I watched the last season twice. I was like, you left Jurassic Park when I was a kid when the lawyer got eaten in the porta potty. <laughs> like, you were so averse to violence. I wanted I can't, that. Second like, how did you watch that show? <laughs> she likes watching Maggie McConaughey smoke cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, that could be true. Mm. But the second season is way different. There's three cops now. Not just True. two main cops, okay? It's, it's good. And one has burns on him. And, but if you watch season, if you watch the second episode, you learn that there may be a fourth detective. Right. Oh, damn it. On the other side of the law. I'm excited. It's, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's great. It's Justin Lin, right? Is he directing all the episodes? He, no, he just or directed the first two. Just the first two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so we talked. What are the big panels? we got to talk about the panels because that's where you go. Uh, besides the 6 o'clock on Thursday Miami Vice 30-year reunion panel, which <laughs> I am on, uh, <laughs> what about that? Um, we got Jedward James Almost. We got Edward James Almost. Jed- Jedward James Almost. Jedward Jed- 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 you know, Jed- You know, we got General Jed- Adama. Jedward Almost. General Adama is going to be like, hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's so gruff. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is Calculus? Hey, if you guys are Geekscape subscribers, subscribers you know we've had Edward James Almost on Geekscape because we did a panel together at Kamikaze that I put right. up on the on the on the stream, so um, it's gonna be cool. It's Thursday, 6 p.m., the 30th anniversary of Miami Vice. We got nice. a couple of cast members from oh. Miami Vice on the panel yeah. with me, you know, because I'm the writer of the comic book. <laughs> yeah, you're right here. I don't get a lot of chances to pull that card, but besides that panel, what are some of the big ones this year? Big ones are Thursday is going to be Doctor Who, the return of uh, Doctor Who because it skipped last year, mm-hmm. and this is uh, Peter Capaldi's uh, first appearance Comic-Con? as yeah, yeah. Oh, as the Doctor. Be he'll be there. That's huge. He's like, he's like, it's at five thirty. Well, that's the question: is that are they going to show the trailer and they show more? So there's a lot of speculation. It starts in August, doesn't it? Wait, yeah. is he the oh, current Doctor? Show the, the one that was yeah. last season? Yes, yeah, the current Doctor. Dude, they're showing that trailer. Yeah, they better. They might show more. I'm so excited for the new season because it can't be as bad as the last. See that well, I I, that I love Capaldi. He's not the problem. Yeah. What is the problem? Like, it's just it was we, it was not slow. It was so, it's Doctor Who. Yeah, but it's too many. It was too many rabbit trails. It's it too strange. much underdeveloped. Yeah. It was like you know how we were talking about laying all the pieces yeah. and now you see them all come together. Yes, yeah. it was like it just didn't come making together. conclusions about things that had apparently already been laid that we had already made conclusions about and like yeah. but there was another conclusion. You were like. No, we wrapped we wrapped all this up. Like Do you think the creators ago. were like, "You nerds love talking about it so much. Make up your own stories based on these elements." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Here's half of what. Doctor Who's. Here's half of it. The rest know. can be fanfic, nerds." See, I stopped watching it completely because of like him as the character of like Doctor Who and what Why? like he was trying. You because... want some hot young dude? No. Don't yes. You see okay. What both of us are wearing. Uh, yes, right I now? saw. I saw. That. I know. I saw. Like, I watched the, like all the seasons <laughs> leading up to it, but just him. I. And I was the same. I was the same with. Matt Smith though in the beginning like the first two seasons I was like meh three seasons I like okay and then finally it was like I was like all right this is fucking fantastic really? no, I don't just want as they started, just as I started liking him he's gone he's yeah gone. yeah exactly that's the last season I mean show. Capaldi is my I mean honestly he's my least favorite doctor out of this the modern yeah. era I like I, yeah. I think he's oh, a, yeah. I think he's a tremendous actor and I think like you said the, the writing's not helping him right. because I think as his performance is incredible sure uh-huh. but just I think how they've created him in this current era and the storyline it's just not working for me the episode that like caused a lot of controversy for whatever reason but i thought was like a great throwback to like 
Tom Baker and Peter Davison was the robot of Sherwood, where he was like fucking insanely yeah. goofy yeah. and really fun and quirky. And I was like, that's it. Right. That's totally his tone. That's I what, what Moffat does well. Yeah. But they keep doing this like, am I a good man? All yeah. dark stuff. And I'm like, this no. Doctor Who's technically a kid's show. Yeah. Started as that. Yeah. So right. let's do that. We don't need to dark ponder them. You're the hero yeah. of the universe. Own it and do it. Yeah. So right. I'm hoping. Sorry. It's now not, gonna, no, no, this it's fine. But, it, but it's not fun. Is what you're it's saying. Not this fun. last season it's not was fun not to me. fun because no. it was all this. There was so much arguing and a lot of darkness. Yeah. That's like, and, and that's a general. That's he's like just a general. He's just how he's, he's mean. Are, I like him, but yeah. he's mean. And, and that's and, how he was written. I yeah. think that's what we're talking about. Yeah. The problem is, it's not it's him. me if I'm Doctor Who. <laughs> like, shut up and get the fucking box. <laughs> get in my TARDIS now. Get in the TARDIS. Doctor Who is at my door. Yeah. I don't even fucking need an assistant. What are you doing? <laughs> and I think you know. I think um, Claire's not helping me either. I think it's probably time for that transition to occur. And, yeah, and, that, uh, and so also, they, but again, the writing. I yeah, mean, it's just, the writing. It's such just a writing. naggy mm-hmm. companion. Yeah. You're like, what happened? She was yeah. nice with Matt Smith, and then all of a sudden, she's like, I hate you. My boyfriend is dead. Mah! Just all this terrible. But stuff. I think in general, Moffat just has to show some restraint and just yeah. show some control. Well, also, the nice it's, thing in the past is that it's. I think it's a good idea to change showrunners when you change doctors. Mm. Because that kind of goes together. The, Write this down, yeah, I'm, Jonathan. No, I'm yeah. writing it down because I'm going to put it in the show notes. As we <laughs> talked about Doctor Who, but um, we're like haters. I mean, no, no, yeah, to, no, me, no, no. To, me, to me, Doctor Who is kind of like back in the '90s, like a bad Friends episode. Even when it's bad, right. it's still pretty it's good. Still you good. know, it's right. still good. So it's so I still love all the episodes. It's just right. not as strong as what I feel like. I see that as like an '85 to like 2002 Van Damme movie. It's like okay, that's not where I expected you to go, but he's just a little bit slower. So like, so like, sudden death is an amazing, but he still beat up like some dude in a mascot uniform and put him in like a. Like a, he's still doing what yeah. he does. Yeah. He's still kicking he's ass. He's still splits, doing it's, splits. Yeah. Yeah, he's got powers booth quite in as it, low. But it's just not as cool be. as Time Cop. Like, <laughs> yeah. enjoy it. It's no hard target. I, yeah, I'm with you guys. Yeah. Um, it's not Bloodsport, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, well, what is? Yeah, come exactly. on, hey, come on yeah. now. All right. Hey, no, no glass, fist and um, glass. The uh, Doctor Who 50th anniversary episode was the Bloodsport of the... Yeah. Oh, now we're wow. cooking with yeah. gas. Um, so Tom Holland is Spider-Man. That's yes. uh, late news here because we broadcast on Mondays yep. and it broke as soon as we got home. Um, I think he's incredible. I've been raving. If you guys are longtime Geekscape listeners, you remember me raving about the Impossible. It's like one of my. I thought it was my one of my favorite movies that year. His performance was a huge reason for that. When you are doing as well in a movie in totally showcasing your talents alongside um you and mcgregor and naomi watts you've got some pretty great chops and i think he's going to be a great peter parker and now let's see if the script actually steps up and you know because I, I loved uh garfield yeah i thought his casting's awesome yeah. and then the script is talk like talk about it another moment where he's not the problem yeah, yeah he's not yeah. the problem great part of that and tom part. holland is dude he's he's the right piece let's yeah. see if everything else lines up the talk is that it's gonna be all new villains, and there's gonna be a bit of a John Hughes feel, is what Kevin That's Feige what said. Yeah. So I'm, I'm into there's it. There's a fist bump in the air. Like yeah. I want to see. I want to see Peter on like uh, the ledge of a building doing that walk from Breakfast Club, where they're all <laughs> up yeah. the railing. Yeah. 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 down. I want to see Peter yeah. with some web being like, ring, 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 like with, the, with, the, <laughs> with his hoodie. Yeah, with his yeah. hoodie. So I like. I like. Holland, I think uh, we talked about before the recording. Uh, we like the uh, really like the Impossible and just you know love his performance. But dude, I, I think I'm a hater. I do not <laughs> want to see it. You don't want to see a young Spider-Man. Or I want to see Miles Morales. I don't want to see. This. Get, uh, I'm I sorry, know. There's I know. too much money wrapped up. I in know. This. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. On my left brain side, that that is a practical decision. To Why make. do you want to see Miles? Because we see now. You're gonna see Miles. I hate to break it to you. You're gonna see Miles. Because I'm tired of seeing see Miles the, now. the same type Spider-Man. For a third time in a row. Well, well at least what's all the, the parts are going to Miles Morales. What's, what's, the, what's the difference? I'm he's not... a black Tino. Yeah, he's That's a black. Right. Yeah, he's and like an urban he's a gr- kid. He's a great character, but Peter's his mentor. Man. You're gonna see Miles. I don't, I don't, I, I don't care. I don't care about the continuity. I want to see something fresh and new when it comes to the cinematic universe. That confuses every fucking kid who doesn't read the comics, which is everybody but a hundred thousand people. Right. Like people don't read comic books. They're not gonna know who Miles is. Yeah. You it's know, okay. You have I think s- I'm totally fine with that. I think that it's time for a change. They had an opportunity yes. to, make, to do something different, to be a game changer that creates conversation among the pop culture community. They definitely and did that. To me, this is in like the comic exact <laughs> where yeah. it didn't cost a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, I was the only person I know lobbying for this only because I wanted it. But I think Ben Affleck will be fine. But I wanted Idris Elba as Batman. Yeah, seriously. Like, Dude, wouldn't he be a fucking good gold grizzled Batman? And I think what you have to do is have a base. 
right? Yeah. And they know it. But yeah. they have a base. We, they've had a, they've been building this gigantic. They have a base. They have a Mount Everest right now. So the Marvel Cinematic Universe is like a base, but it doesn't have one of the faces on it. They have to chisel the that the, face. The Mount Rushmore. Yeah. The, the Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. This is the metaphor we're going with. Yeah. yeah. One of the faces is missing. It is Spider-Man. We recognize the costume. But it's got to be red and blue, and when you rip the mask off, yeah. it's got to be Peter. No, because that's it does what we not. Grew up with. It doesn't matter. Everybody you knows make, Peter. You... Miles Morales is gonna be like, wait, huh? What about Black What's Johnny going Storm? What's on here? What? What about Black Johnny Storm? Is that less of an issue because he's? You're gonna wait and see how that movie comes out. Like I love, I love Michael Jordan. Yeah. And I'm excited to see Fantastic Four because yeah. let's just see how it goes. But you're working with something that is a consistent language that is supposed to tie into the comic books. Fantastic uh-huh. Four is not supposed to tie into the comic books anymore because <laughs> right. it's been cut off and cast adrift. Yes. This is supposed. I mean, I, everything Marvel's doing in the comic books is educated by the movies and vice versa. You gotta have Peter in there, and then Miles is gonna be added. You're gonna have 19 million Spider-Man in three movies. Yeah. Movie you're, 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 gonna know, have, you're gonna have you're gonna have a, a, we've, a we've Spider seen... Gwen. You're gonna have a Miles. <laughs> you're gonna get those. But we've seen. But we need to lay Peter. the groundwork. We've seen Peter in multiple iterations. We have a chance. It's not like I'm saying, hey, just take Peter and make him black. Which if you did that, I'd be fine with that too. But the fact, <laughs> but the fact, fucking interesting. I just make everyone. Black. I'm the guy who, but as point, a film teacher, I'm telling my students, stop writing about white people. They're boring. <laughs> They're fucking and boring. Now, now. But but you know, Miles is. A legitimate character in the yes, universe, and even absolutely. though timeline, I get it. Spider Spider Man interacting with the Avengers, all that stuff should be Peter Parker. I get that, but man, just do something that's daring. Do something that's different. To me, it feels like it's a very safe choice. It feels like it's a predictable choice, and I feel like I've already yes. seen this whole thing. Uh, like it's all returning the exact same way to the previous two. Let's hope not. I hope not. I, I, I want to wish the best in it. I just let's like, hope not. Because you could you imagine if like we had those first two Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies and then yeah. Spider-Man three had Ugh. like when they requested that third year to produce the movie because a writer strike hadn't hamstrung yeah. them. Right. Yeah. That like Sony was like, you know what? That's a good idea. We'll give you that third year. And then Sam Raimi's like, can you also not give us the uh, whole uh, the Venom, Venom thing? Yeah. And then they had made the movie they wanted to make. And it would have fucking kicked ass. Yep. And there would have been no need for the uh, Batman Begins Amazing Spider-Man series yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> where he was gritty and alone. No, that's Batman. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> there's a major difference, but don't worry about it. I think this is a chance to reset and grow from here. But you got to reset with what people know, and that's Peter. And trust me, you're going to get that Miles Morales in like the second movie yeah. in the Spider-Gwen and all that stuff. I think and it's going to be fun because John Hughes, he makes those movies with big casts. And right, it's all right. about the whole cast working together. The most interesting thing is that when we look back on it, the two amazing Spider-Man films are going to be like a fart. You know what I mean? Oh, like just came they never and went, caught, stank for a moment, dude, and then it is, just passed. They never caught Uncle Ben's killer. I know. The fucker won. Well, if you look the about how many storylines they propped up to build this whole Spider-Verse on the second Amazing Spider-Man, that movie won't make any sense But you sense knew there anyone. was a problem when there was, oh, I knew there when was, there was, was no Daily Bugle, when there was no Harry, when there was no right. J. Jonah Jameson, right. when there was almost zero supporting cast in that good. first I'm movie. I was like, this tapestry is non-existent and right. the character is completely wrong right and yeah. here's a chance let's reset it and then maybe just start pouring them spiders on there let's go spider verse <laughs> let's get spider ham in there let's get all of them in there let's, let's, get, let's get them all in there i can't wait <laughs> spider-man's the greatest pop culture character ever created he's my favorite superhero let's reset it and then let's crank it and let's get that Miles in there. I'm excited about it. I mean, you know what? Like, they're going to have an Asian Hulk now in the comic. I'm guessing because when you have your comic be called the Totally Awesome Hulk, I'm guessing it's Amadeus Cho that they're going to make Hulk out. And it's going to be awesome. Like, I'm totally for all this stuff. But it's got to be done in a way that satisfies the stock owners. And, yeah, yeah. you know, Sony has not been given a very long leash by the, the – the, I mean, Sony was a studio that you guys saw is having problems. Right. Their leash is very Every, short. Uh, everyone yeah. saw they were having problems. Like, that <laughs> yeah. leash is very short. they got to go with Peter. Right. And then the leash will get longer. Oh, man. The leash will get longer. Uh, speaking of the stuff that does work in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but this one's on TV, Punisher versus Daredevil. Yes. The sort of unofficial TV. title for Daredevil Season 2. So sorry for you guys who wanted Bullseye and Electra. Maybe D- we'll D- get D- some hints of that. But, dude, I always thought that Daredevil and the juxtaposition between Daredevil and Punisher and their M.O.s is like the perfect movie. And now we're going to get 13 episodes It's going to be it. like Batman versus Superman right after Batman versus Superman comes out. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> right? We get two right? versus they're going to totally be at odds, but then you know in the end... Um, don't you think? I don't know, man. They, they, proved yes. in, they proved in Daredevil that they're willing to kill some major characters. That's true. I'm thinking, does, does Frank Castle survive this this series? 
Oh. I mean, but think about also the idea of a spinoff lone Netflix series right. that they could give to Which Frank Castle. I don't know, man. Will he be in the Defenders? I'm excited too? about it. It's hard know. to it's hard to imagine um, that they keep. Uh, I keep calling him Shane. Sure. Uh, uh, what's, <laughs> sure. Yeah, what's, his, what's his name? Um, John Bert. Uh, yeah, John Bert. Yeah, Berenthal. It's hard to imagine that he would commit to a multiple year deal with um, just because he has kind of a growing Grown movie. momentum. Yeah, momentum and like a movie industry. So As I, I would supporting imagine. Actor. Yeah. Because po- so, so, so did Charlie Cox. Yeah. You know, That's I mean. True. What was Charlie Cox in? I, I've never he was, in, oh, he was in Boardwalk Empire, oh, but he was one, also uh, in uh, the, the Theory of Everything. Oh, okay. Oh, he yeah. was like was was supporting it. He? he was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I never saw that. Uh, you know, Charlie Cox has had a couple major at-bats yeah. in feature films, yeah. huh. just like John Bernthal has right. in supporting roles for the most part. I mean, I thought John yeah. Bernthal in Fury was awesome. Yeah. Um, well, but the real work is and guys, for Charlie Cox. Netflix is, is Boardwalk. Netflix is... Like that's the premium it's the place to be. crop. It's the like, place to be. I, I, I could see him taking it. I just I read that Netflix seasons. viewer like ratings will surpass CBS, NBC, ABC, and Fox in 2016. Wow. I believe it. Yeah. I, I'm really excited about that because of what that means for us based on what you are going to have to pay for TV because you know it's going to get a lot lower pretty soon. A little bit more expensive. And you, not only that, but do you think how long can we live in this world where we pay eight dollars for Netflix? Because it ain't gonna last. That's there's no, there's no way it's gonna. Yeah. They have us now by the cojones because yeah. pretty you, much they could. Pr- what are you willing to pay for Netflix now? Yeah. Would you oh, pay? I'll, tw- I'll inject it in my yeah twenty twenty dollars a month. Yeah, if you I'll think about it, it. I, to me twenty five bucks, thirty bucks, that's still a fucking steal because you buy two tickets to the movies. Yeah, and it's thirty dollars. Right, and everyone's like, See, when it went up from you know. Eight to sixteen. Hey man, don't yeah. say this stuff publicly. They might be listening. <laughs> Let's not go with thirty, all right, pal? Uh, I'll, pay nine, I'll pay nine dollars. Well, they're testing average. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just saying it's still a bar, considering all the content that you yes. get oh, and agreed. the fact so, that people are canceling their us, cable man. now. Yeah, yeah. they have. They, have us. They, they own us. And yeah. as long as they do these Marvel things, but it's good. That's the best part. They can own us because their content is good. Well, you download your crap like a little freaking PC master race hacker. No, so it makes no difference to you. This is this is the reason why I don't think it'll work. I still pay for Netflix. Like and I, I don't download. I still pay for Netflix, and I do download a lot of TV shows. I have cable, but I still download them because it's easier for me. Like so, um, but I like I still pay for Netflix because it's it's low, or they're gonna f- have to find that threshold, especially as the viewer base is like more technologically experienced, where they know how to get it for free if they want to. Yeah, if you're on g- fucking Reddit every hour. <laughs> no, it's very Mag- easy. Master Hacksaw. <laughs> I still use my LimeWire. No, they're, um, they're testing <laughs> ads in some marketplaces. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. But the, once Sorry they get to a certain bay. point, yeah, no, they, there's plenty <laughs> other. Once they once they get to Jesus. a certain point where they're like, you know what, uh, fuck it, we're not gonna pay thirty dollars for. Netflix anymore, and now I'm now I'm canceling Netflix. Water Kenny's part of the level. Hydra of the internet. They're like, water chop se- one head off, two more girl back. Water, yeah. se- water seeks its own level. It's something that we all know. Um, I'm getting a three-minute sign from our friend Jake. Uh, Arkham Knight. You're oh, the guy yes. who's playing it. Okay, you're so playing it on the PC, yeah. so it's probably fucked. Yeah, um, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the thing it's, is, probably, it's probably like that last Assassin's yeah. Creed game where Batman's <laughs> flying through walls and shit. Dude, I did fall through How the map. How is that not awesome? That's what Batman hilarious. does, whatever he wants. Yeah, like, well, Matt, the, the Gotham City Underground. Through walls. <laughs> suddenly you're in the sewers, and then no, suddenly yeah. you're in Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. Um, Batman Arkham Knight yeah, came out last uh, Tuesday, or last Monday night, sure. right, right after the show. Um, and, uh, I played, um, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Fantastic. Both really, really good games. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'll play this game. This game, aside from PC, is the, by far the best in the entire series. Wow. I'm going to have to buy a PS4. Why'd you do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by far the best in the entire series. Like, the, what they gave they gave us a whole bunch of new toys, like, to play with in in-game. Like, Batmobile, but a whole bunch of other shit. And, um, but it's like... And I thought I would, I'd get sick of it after a first hour, like because they give you a bunch of shit right away. Right. <laughs> they give you a bunch of shit right away, and I'm like, uh oh, they're gonna give it all like all like a bunch of shit right away, and then uh, you're gonna get bored with it. But no, but um, Batman best best storyline so far. I'm not all the way through through it, so I don't know how it ends. But um, best storyline. Bruce Tim wrote this. Far. Bruce Tim Paldini, like those guys, did they write this one? Um, I'm not the, the same guys from Rocksteady uh, that wrote the the other ones did. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, yes, PZ problems absolutely horrible. They locked it at 30 frames per second. Um, 
Oh, um, it's more cinematic. Got, yeah, no, they did. They the reason why they did is because they they hire they outsourced the um the cutscenes. Like, yeah, though they outsourced the whole thing to okay. be ported to PC because I guess it was made for console first. So if you have a console, fucking get it. Absolutely. If you have a PC, the the the, the optimization was so bad on PC that they took it off of Steam. Right. Like, and this is Rocksteady and like Warner Brothers. They right. took a game off of Steam because the optimization was so shitty. Um, like can you we have expect to, it. When can we expect to get um, it back? Okay, my I I don't know. There was one slight update that came out um a couple days ago which didn't do anything for performance, <laughs> just some other shit. They they they're like here's our list of what we want to do. We want to make better blah 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 blah. In 2017, blah, blah. you're gonna you, have your game. You get one bug fix so you don't fly through the <laughs> yeah. wall. Here's, a, here's an update. Today. It's 400 dollars. Uh, buying a PS4. <laughs> uh, my guess will probably be a month before they make a big update. Right. Um, that's my guess. But if if you are on PC, I recommend getting it because like the the graphics like that you can get. Uh, like if you can't play it on PC, wait wait a month. But um. I, if you have it on console or if you have a console, absolutely get it today. Cause How it's often so does it just cut good. back to like Pitfall and it's just like shitty Batman? <laughs> I gotta get this. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, is just, the I'm game. Just, graphic optimization is just not up to par. And, yeah. I, and I like the Xbox. I love the Xbox One. <laughs> I, I'm attracted to the Xbox One, but the reason I say PS4 is Last Guardian finally got announced as actually happening, happening oh, yeah. from E3, but we'll see, whatever. Uh, there's tons of game stuff up on the site right now because it's post E3 and we're finally getting like like all the last bits of articles and reviews and, and hands-on demos are going up on this page right now. Um, guys, geekscape.net is where you can find that stuff. But really what you need to be checking out, especially with Comic-Con coming, is go on Twitter and go to at crazy for the number Comic-Con, at, uh, crazy for Comic-Con. That is Tony's Twitter handle and he's just going to give you updates. And maybe if, you're not, if you don't have a room, he's going to let you know. <laughs> if you want to go to the hottest party, party he's going to let you know. Uh, if you want to go to the best booth, booth 3919 on the floor, <laughs> that's Geekscape. Uh, he's going to let you know. And, of course, that party is on uh, that Wednesday preview night from 9 to 11 at the Dragon's Den. Come out. We'll be hanging out there. Um, it's going to be awesome. Uh, Tony, any last thoughts? Yeah, I have a couple panels as well. I got the Wrath of Khan bloggers panel, which is going to be bloggers, YouTubers, social media people, all that good stuff. But talking about nerd geek content on online, and that's going to be Thursday morning at, at 10 o'clock. And then I have Geek Wars, the Nerds Awaken panel, which is like a nerd trivia slash social issue conversation. So we're going to talk about like the new Peter Parker versus a mm. whatever. So we're going to talk about that kind of stuff. So those are a couple of panels that I'm going to be um, hosting. Let's cool. have it both, man. With Spider-Man, let's have it for the new generation and for the racists. Just <laughs> both Peter Parker <laughs> together. No, I'm kidding. Peter Parker Bendis made him Jewish. So <laughs> it's for it, it, it's, just, it's never for the racists. Just each 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 Peter yeah. Parker, or I mean each Spider-Man goes out in different neighborhoods. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I'm safe going out in this one. Here's it going out in that um, one. So guys, that's Geekscape. Find us on Geekscape.net or on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Check us out. Uh, Tony, thanks for coming. Yeah. For uh, our good friends, Will and Kenny and Jake at T-Radio V, this is Geeks Cable. We'll see you guys next week with some of the cast of Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. What? what? I'm not lying to oh you. Oh, my God. Wow. We'll see you guys next Holy week. Smokes. Thanks.